What's happening, people? Happy Black History Month. With today being the first day of the celebration of Black History, I would like to kick things off by introducing Tylene, our newest addition to the A2A team. As an LSU grad, she comes with a wealth of knowledge, experience, and ideas that will all be channeled into creating growth opportunities for the A2A community. One of those ways that you can join the Athletes to Athletes family is by downloading our new app. It will keep you up to date on the latest content as well as all the educational material we offer. So head to the App Store and search Athletes to Athletes to download it today. So welcome back to the A2A podcast. Today is a pretty special uh, conversation, welcoming uh, Tylene to the A2A team. But this also is going to serve as our Black History Month kickoff. I I thought it was right to bring on my new team member to kind of introduce her to the A2A community. And not just that, but learn a little bit more about her, about her background, where she's from, um, and a little bit about what her ideas are and what she's going to be bringing to the A2A team and why we thought it was a great idea to include her. So while I stop rambling, I'm going to allow Tylene to kind of take over a little bit. Tylene, tell us about yourself, where you're from, and a little bit about you. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm Tylene. I just started with A2A. I'm super excited to be here. I am originally from California, and I moved to Atlanta, and I've lived pretty much everywhere across the country since then. I I graduated from LSU, so I spent a lot of time in Baton Rouge. And then from there, I moved back to California, and then I moved to Dallas, then I moved to Miami, then I lived in Richmond, and then I moved back to Dallas. And now I'm I'm really happy to be back home in LA. Um, I feel really good about it. I'm starting a new chapter, new job, new new old city. And um, yeah, I come from like a really big family. Uh, They're all over, but uh, California feels like the most like home. So yeah, I'm excited to be here. Yeah. I mean, obviously with all the moving you've done and, you know, with being on a enormous division one campus where you went to school at LSU, like there's a lot of experience that you have. And that's something that we obviously wanted to tap into. But um, before we even get into that, kind of tell us what your, your sports background is and like what made you want to be part of A2A and part of the, you know, the sports community in general. Okay, yeah. So I grew up my entire life, uh, for the most part, doing gymnastics. Um, And those of you who don't know, it's just like a super, super demanding sport. So your life, your family's life, your parents' life, you know, ends up revolving around it, um, even if you're not trying. Um, And it's just been kind of ingrained in me, I would say, like, it's how people knew me. Um, it's how I described myself. Like the first thing, like, oh, tell me about yourself. Like even now you saying to talk about yourself, it's like the first thing that comes to mind is like, oh, I'm a gymnast. Cause that's like kind of always how I've labeled myself. But as I've gotten older, I've realized that it just equipped me to be like who I am as far as like my character and what I stand for and how um, I go through my day-to-day routine and think about things, my perspective, everything like still revolves around gymnastics. So I think that carried on um, in college, working for LSU football. And then after graduating, still working in different sports, different startups. Um, I think that it's something that just like really, you can't, you can't escape from when you're really um, 
involved, mm -hmm. especially from such a young age. I started when I was three years old. It's kind of all I knew. Um, I think that it, it brought me to A2A and A2A is special because um, the first thing that was told to me when I met Reed and Justin was just like the human first. And um, throughout my own journey, I've had to find myself outside of gymnastics, um, whether it was like actually performing or coaching. Um, I thought that that's all that I was, but I didn't realize how it made me so much better at everything else. And I was still able to use that kind of as a base, you know? Yeah. So growing up doing gymnastics my whole life, uh, being born into like a super, super competitive family. Um, my whole family loves sports. It's something that like really brings us together, causes a little bit of fights too, but um, my best memories are you either going to Dodgers games, going to Lakers games, going to UCLA versus USC. And then I go to college and I moved to Atlanta I'm in high school and I go to college. I'm introduced to the SEC and it's just like a whole nother ball game with sports. And um, it's just the culture that I feel like it brings out the best in me, uh, working and experiencing it. When you're experiencing it, it's just like a lot of energy, a lot of different people. Um, you kind of get lost in that moment. And then when you're working in it, it's really fast paced. Uh, you meet so many different people, different walks of life. Um, and it just opens the doors to so many other things when you have like that common ground, especially even now, like in this climate where it seems like nobody has a common ground, like <laughs> and everybody's so um, far one way or the other. I feel like there's very few things that kind of can bring people together um, and bring out like the best experiences in people. And I think sports is one of those. Mm -hmm. um, so I love working in this type of environment and yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like sports have had a really huge impact on you from the time you were three and, you know, started to to learn gymnastics and it becoming your craft and your identity up until now, right, where you've brought the experience of going to those Dodger games, in, which I'm completely jealous of as a Dodger fan, um, and going to, you know, the LSU football games and working with some of the, the most high-level athletes in the world, right, a lot of the a lot of the football players that end up at LSU end up in the NFL, you know, and okay. it's that type of experience that we wanted to bring to the A2A team because we knew that you had such a wealth of knowledge that you would be able to bring to us. Um, but one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about was, you know, as you said, you wanted to come to A2A and bring that knowledge with you. But what are some of these ideas that you and I have kind of discussed around content and around growth of A2A that you really feel are going to be huge that people can kind of look out for as, you know, A2A starts to grow with you being on our team now? Yeah, I think that having um, those relationships and being able to like leverage um, certain people's stories and really connect with kids and get them to understand like the mission behind A2A because there's so many companies now and so many people that are really emphasizing exposure and other things that are important when you have a certain goal. But I think that there's been a lack of focus on what happens if you don't make it and then what happens if you do make it and you only make it for a short period of time or what happens if you do make it and you you know you live out all of your wildest dreams like there's still more life to live mm -hmm. beyond that and there's still a way to 
use sports as a vehicle to navigate through life as far as like only thinking of it as like the destination. So I think that knowing the people that I know and seeing, um, you know, their really unique stories, people who have transferred and, you know, still ended up making it to the league, people who were five-star recruits and, um, you know, shining stars at LSU um, or some some other school and aren't playing, um, people who are making impacts uh, outside of their sport, but still using their sports. I really want to bring that into A2A and just show kids like the value of knowing your worth on and off the field. And I think that it's really good. You can use certain examples. It doesn't have to be an either or thing. Like you make it to the professional league or you don't. You know, there's people in the middle and there's people who accomplish both that still don't know who they are. Um, and I feel like it's really important to just not identify yourself um, as one thing like, you know, I did growing up. And so I think that I'm excited to just bring a wide variety of, um, you know, people and experiences to our platform to be able to share with others, because I feel like at the end of the day, uh, we have a mission that everyone can relate to, regardless of the path that they take. And I think it's just super important for kids to, to grow up knowing that their experience is more common than they think. Um, there's people that are there to help them. There's people that they look up to and they don't know the whole story. They don't know all that it took to get there. Um, and I just think that overall, I can just bring a new perspective to um, all the different paths that athletes have, you know, um, and show them their options. Um, and hopefully we can do it in a way where there's people that they really respect and are excited to listen to and hear from um, and kind of just gain like another view. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you're, you're right. And that's one of the things that we try and strive to do at A2A is, you know, put that type of wisdom into these student athletes who are coming up and some of them don't really have role models that they've seen do these things before. They don't have the knowledge of admissions or the knowledge of recruiting and, you know, being able to get them, you know, connected with a counselor and with people who have gone through some of these hardships is, is a big deal for us at A2A. And like I said, that's something that, you know, we wanted to bring to the team with bringing you on. And, you know, that's why we're really excited to have you. Um, now, as we close out, um, I have two questions for you before we close out. Um, this is the question I ask every single person whenever they're on the show is what's a piece of advice that, you know, you've gotten either from a coach or a parent or a teammate or even just something that you learned throughout your career as an athlete or, you know, in your professional career that has resonated with you that you feel that that next generation that's coming up um, should really know, you know, what's a what's a piece of advice you would give them? Okay, yeah. So I think in the spirit of Black History Month, I really want to focus on like speaking to young uh, women of color and what I've experienced and what I've learned um, and what I want to share really is just to tell, you know, young women growing up and um, starting their career in their career, um, trying to, you know, grow their career is that, you know, just because something is common doesn't mean that we should accept it as a norm. You know, it's really common to 
get like microaggressions. It might be common um, to come in as someone who's like really um, valued and they're eager to see you and then they watch you grow and then you become a threat. It's very common to experience um, prejudice or um, lack of understanding. It's very common to, you know, feel undervalued. Um, but just because it's something that happens often doesn't mean it's something that's right or okay. And I encourage, um, especially, you know, young women and women of color to, to speak up against it and to understand your value. And instead of uh, becoming accepting of it and normalizing it because we deal with it so much and just because we might carry it well, um, doesn't mean that it's not heavy. Um, you know, still act with grace, but hold people accountable for the way that they look at you and the way that they view you and understand that nobody's going to treat you like how you're worth um, if you don't yourself. Um, I think that's probably like the most valuable lesson, you know, that I've learned. I think that I've experienced it more um, in the workplace than I did in sports. Um, or I guess I realize it now more in the workplace than I do in sports. Um, and I think that it's just super important to just understand your value and, you know, fight for what you believe in, fight for yourself first, um, and then stay true to that. So uh, a question that, that kind of came to mind as, and I know I didn't send you this in any of the prep, so uh, apologize for that. But a question that kind of came to mind that I was wondering about is, you know, what's a, a black history sports moment that you can remember either, you know, learning about in school or, you know, reading about yourself or, you know, just a black history sports moment that had a really big impact on you either as an athlete or as a professional in your career? Okay, yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of moments that kind of shaped my view on things like growing up, but something more recently that I experienced that's like a little more personal uh, to me is just like seeing the way that Simone Biles has an impact on so many different people, you know, regardless of, of color. Mm -hmm. I, I was coaching gymnastics and um, this was the first time like me growing up in the sport and there not being much diversity at all and feeling like I had to be so much better just to get the same recognition as other, um, you know, teammates or other, you know, opponents. I feel like with Simone Biles, even though, I mean, obviously there's been wonderful black gymnasts, Dominique Dawes, Gabby Douglas, she wasn't the first, but this was the first time that I felt like she was just the best in the world. Mm -hmm. And it was it wasn't this narrative of, oh, um, black gymnasts or the first this or the first that like she's just straight out the best. Um, and it was able like it brought an opportunity for people to see, uh, you know, beyond uh, her her race and just her pure talent and work ethic and driving. People were more interested in. Um, how she was capable of doing what she was doing um, within the sport, as opposed to um, giving her so many labels other than what she actually deserved to be labeled as, which was the best. So that gave um, a little bit of relief to me um, because one, being a woman, also being black, like it just doesn't happen often where you're just treated as, you know, what you are as opposed to like, 
who you look like. I think also seeing Serena Williams like last match was like super emotional and off mm-hmm. <laughs> and awful and terrible, but really, really great and rewarding because um it's just so surreal to see like what she did to the sport. Um and again, like regardless of race, um, she's just triumphant and so many black women are. And so I think it's just been really good lately, especially in this current climate that we've been in to just see people be rewarded for um, so much more than, you know, just color of their skin and being great for something. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's been, it's been transcendent, you know, no matter, no matter what, when, when you saw Simone Biles, you knew she was the best in the world. And when you saw Serena, you knew she was the best in the world, right? That number one ranking came with so much hard work and, but they just transcended sports. They had such a huge impact with, you know, the things that Serena did off the court as a mom and the things that Simone did off the court as well, with just being an advocate and standing up and and speaking, you know, her truth when it came to a lot of the terrible things that happened in gymnastics. Right. So it was just, it was incredible to see, you know, those women do the things that they did and, and like I said, not, and transcend the sport, not just be known as the famous tennis player or the famous gymnast, but as these really strong black women that were creating history. And, you know, that was always huge. So I can understand completely why that had such a huge impact on you. And, you know, I, I can remember watching the, you know, Serena's last match myself screaming at the television, you know, yeah. going crazy playing, you know, just wishing that I could you know, somehow be inspired by that. Right. And, and if you couldn't, then there's certainly a problem. It was a, a really cool to watch. Um, but Tylene, this has been a great conversation, honestly, mm-hmm. like it's been really fun. I'm excited to be able to work with you every single day. And like I said, I thought it would be only right to kick off our black history month, um, content with my, my new coworker who is going to be bringing so much to the A2A team. I really, really can't wait for everyone to see so many of the things that we have in store and a lot of the things that we've been meeting about. Um, it's going to be another great year for A2A and even better now that we have you part of the team. So I really appreciate you taking some time out to discuss with me and hopefully everyone else that is listening right now is going to pay extra attention to the different things that start happening with Tylene's influence, not just on this podcast, but on A2A as a whole. So again, I appreciate it and we will see you guys again next time. Thank you for listening to the Athletes to Athletes podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's conversation. To engage with everything the A2A platform has to offer, download our new app by searching Athletes to Athletes in the App Store. You can check out our educational material and you'll ensure to never miss when a new A2A podcast drops. So again, thank you for listening. See you again next time.